Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Lindsay. I watched the first half of Cabaret. I watched the second half of Cabaret. And I watched all of Cabaret. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. <laughs> This is May Musical, week two. It's, mm-hmm. It sounds like someone has a gun to your head. I know. <laughs> what, what, how to start this? What day is it, Michael? <laughs> Tell them what day it is. It's been a while we since here? we've had a, a guest in studio. This is the other yeah. thing. Yeah. So, yeah so. It's kind of hard these days. It is very difficult to get people over. <laughs> but you took the bait this time. You were tricked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a, if I was we're, tricked. We're like, coronavirus is cured. <laughs> yeah. You came also, right over. So we're talking about a musical. Yeah. yeah. Two things. Yeah. Could resist. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you recommended watching uh, Cabaret. I did. Yeah, yeah. I've always been a fan of the opening song. I really like Welcome In. I love how mm-hmm. it sounds. Is that the so. main? Is that the song that goes in a Cabaret? Nope. No, <laughs> that's the song you heard. Yeah, that's yeah. in your. Oh, okay. I believe in. Yes, it yeah, was in your my half. half. I thought it might have been a reprise Mm-mm. of the first song that was played earlier. No, no, oh. no. The first song. I'm learning is, terms. So there you go. I'm trying to I mean, melodies them. definitely. Re- repeat That's as true. is the the behavior of a musical is but that i should be saying not reprise i shouldn't say melodies repeat. no reprise no. Okay. is definitely yeah it's a second I'm just making sure yeah. no it's fine yeah. right because as, as we established last episode ethan has n- no idea how musical i don't work. know what these terms are yeah. i know opening number <laughs> opening no- see you're, the opening you're getting there which doesn't have any in. which has no math involved surprisingly <laughs> uh so have you actually seen this performed like on stage I wish. No, I haven't. Uh, so I was, yeah, I was curious to see because I, I obviously have only seen this movie, only seen the first half. I was so curious to see how this might have been staged because there's a lot of you know scenes happening off the stage of the cabaret, mm-hmm. happening in different sections. I'm just so curious to see, and it also takes place over such a long amount of time. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of cuts, yeah. like between the two, very quickly too. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know how they would even do a production like this. But well, no they clue. they did. I mean, this is based off of a book that was then made into a musical before the movie existed. So this was like an existing kind of stage show. That's right. Um, From what I heard, I'd love to see it Mm -hmm. because I think the, well, we'll get into more, but the stage show has a lot more liberty to like really drill down kind of the message of this movie and, and what and is be, that? and the message is it's a great message even nowadays yeah complacency <laughs> doesn't work apathy is not good and, and just acting like everything is gonna be okay hey, things sometimes, are perfectly fine Life's sometimes cabaret, baby. political turmoil is not actually gonna solve itself yeah, yeah. exactly sometimes things get real bad yeah. so this would be set in uh, berlin pre, yeah pre-nazi in weimar like the end of the technically it's called the end of the Weimar Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and Nazis are just starting to crop up. They're yeah, just they're cropping starting to pop up. up. They're just like all oh, those goofy guys you yeah. just see, and you're like, eh, interesting. Those yeah. Nazi guys, I don't really like what them. A goof. But they're, they're sort of goofing there. on them. No yeah. big deal. Nothing yeah, bad will happen. I think when a character described them as just a band of hooligans, or yeah, a band of thugs, yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, you know, the first time I saw them, I was like. They're like getting thrown out of a bar and everyone's like laughing at them. And I'm just like, this is horrific. This is yeah. horrifying. The things that are going to occur. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. I loved it. Yeah. I Good. loved it so much. I, I, I so hope so. I it's... am a sucker for movies or anything, which is like, you know, just just dread. And like everyone is like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's okay. And things just go horribly wrong. And that's what I love so much about this also being in musical format. Because Ooh. that's such, I think in early especially early musical movies yeah like the 50s and then the early 60s is that everything is you know a, a song and dance is exactly such the running thread of those productions and everything is, is like, a cabaret there, it is yeah. a cabaret yeah. but there's and some things ending. that are very blatantly not well, a cabaret. especially like like even like guys and dolls that we saw last week right like that is very much like every, like very cartoonified yeah. yeah very over the top but very always like positive right. and right. bright and colorful and then this is like I wouldn't say it's like grim dark, but like no. you know, it is stark and it's like stark and like realistic colors yeah. and a lot more contrast and everything and darker tones. And that's um, why I really wanted this part of musical because, especially since I knew you're gonna kind of delve into older musicals like Guys and Dolls, this mm-hmm. is like kind of it's not the first of its kind, but it was one of the first of its kind in a musical format to like do something this politically charged, have this like kind of dark of a message, and yeah. really try and be 
you know captivating and and try to like push buttons yeah. and make you uncomfortable it is it is uncomfortable that's what i love about the movie is it is there's some scenes that are so deeply uncomfortable but it's also like genuinely entertaining like the music yeah. is genuinely like catchy and it is people are incredibly talented like Liza Minnelli, I've actually never seen her in anything other than, like, uh, Arrested Development. So it was amazing (laughs) to see her, like, dancing and singing and acting really, like, well. And I'm like, in certain scenes, I'm like, wow, that is, like... You know, that, that is uh, uh, Dorothy's, you know, child. They right. kind of look similar. Judy Garland's Judy, child. Jo- yeah, yeah, Judy Garland's child. I think she won an Oscar for this. I hope so. She was I'm incredible. Pretty sure either she was nominated, but I'm pretty sure she won. Now, the, I will say one thing I noticed for me personally in this movie is that, like, I felt like I always talk about how sometimes there's too much music where I can't understand dialogue. And I feel yeah. like this was a lot of dialogue, dialogue heavy, at least in my half. Yeah, my half, um, yeah. It almost felt disconnected in some ways. And I, I don't know if it's almost meant to be that way in the second half because of the way the story turns, but it didn't feel as coherent. Like, it didn't feel like it's, it was just blended it, together as well. It was just kind of yeah. like, here's a theme that we're going to kind of play off in a musical format. And instead of advancing the story or anything, it just is like, here's just a fun song and dance number that we're just going to have during this extremely serious plot that we have. Right. Well, Um, I don't know that really worked for me, but well, okay. So the one, one of the major differences between this thing, like guys and dolls too, is like all the music and singing that happens here is on stage. So it's like reasonable that people are singing. It makes sense. Like it makes sense thematically. Yeah. I think for me, my, I guess counterpoint to that is I think what that was kind of what they're going for in some way is like, it's, this is a weird way to put it but it's kind of like a it's a disc it's a disjointed connection yeah because that is how that world was yeah it was was largely people trying to kind of get by through going to nightclubs there's a huge resurgence of cabarets in Mm -hmm. this time it like swept europe especially in germany because uh, i think i read like in that time, people, as soon as they got their money, went out to spend it on food and drink and a good time because it could be devalued the next day. That's right. Mm-hmm. They mentioned huge that. The inflation, inflation was happening in Germany. Mm-hmm. So there was that atmosphere of like, on one hand, everyone is trying to have the time of their life. And on the other hand, there is some really yeah. grim, horrible turns like, I, I this country is taking. I get why they made that decision. I just, for me, it just felt disconnected. And I guess that's the point of it. But it was almost, for me as an audience member, I was just like, okay. The song part's coming think, up. Let's th- let's go through this. I think they established that early on yes. in the in the beginning. So I, I definitely get why you think that seeing yeah. the second half. Yeah, yeah. yeah they kind of established like this song could just be an isolated song, or you could just read into it and see yeah. what they're trying to say mm-hmm. about the scene that that went before it, or is it just about to come after it. Or is this another thing too? Is is like oh, this is like Sally talking to us a little bit too. Like it's mm-hmm. like her where her head is at. You know, like oh, I just got this this creepy clown man talking to me. The MC, yeah, the I love ceremonies. him. He's I wanted so to be a master of ceremony so, so bad. He's, he's very creepy in a great I, way. I love him. You I gotta love do him so it. Much. He set that precedent. And Alan Cummings did that amazing on in the stage show in the nineties. He's that's like the that's I've one heard. of his most iconic, I think, huh. performances. Yeah, he was the MC and he did a fantastic. That job. must be such a fun character. To oh play. my god, it has to be. It has <laughs> to be. Bouncing around, he's, singing. Yeah, he's all over the place. I'm curious to see how deep his characterization goes because he doesn't seem like a real person in the first half of the movie. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like it's kind of similar the whole way through. That's kind of cool. He's not really a real person. He's just kind of like, he's almost like the presenter of the story, not only the musical itself, like the cabaret, but um, goes beyond that into meta and um, like, He's presents presenting the rest presents yeah. the rest of the movie the movie because opens with does. him looking in the camera yeah and yeah. he breaks so. the fourth wall throughout the movie to yeah. say like you know to, to address the audience directly i kind of think of him as a one-man greek chorus yeah after oh, after good. basics like big scenes of, of dialogue and acting he mm-hmm. comes in to just remind you of some central theme or what had just happened yeah. on a deeper level i'll bet too in the stage show it's even more pronounced as well like oh yeah he pops wall. up like everywhere does he do like pops up behind like an audience member and starts shouting um in the stage show that'd be, that'd be careful <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the original, like the not the original, but the the most famous one of our time, which happened, I think, in the '90s or the late '80s. They actually the the theater actually like set up tables as if they're a cabaret, so so the audience can, and that's a tradition that I think like ran through future performances. Is that it is actually like staged like a nightclub, and like they go into the audience, he goes around and you know does Mm -hmm. his thing. And so then do also because in this movie, I'm sure in the stage as well. There's 
uh, scenes that occur at tables and mm-hmm. like amongst people at tables. So I'm assuming also in the stage performance, you're in the audience to look over a scene is happening over there. Perhaps is that? Do you uh, think that might I be think occurring? so. I think it's mostly just like the stage the stage extends so if they want to like dance around they don't have to stand on the stage they'll dance around next to you and Mm. if he wants to interact with you he will so if you want to be too drunk and interact with him you can which is some of the stories he's told of Uh, celebrities coming in getting unruly and like getting all weird that's That's kind of weird uh Uh, one thing i'll say about this movie is it didn't tell me what a cabaret even is (laughs) so i'm a little i'll I'll be honest i was a little you don't do you do you need me to Please explain what a cabaret is. Is it just a musical performance that's just like a variety act of just like... Nowadays, it is more of a specific activity, a specific form of entertainment. Back then, cabarets... Cabaret meant like nightclub. Cabaret literally meant bar. And then around, it started being a place where a lot of intellectuals go for like, you know, to meet Mm -hmm. up and to talk about things. It it quickly became a great place for people to practice out new material and new audiences Mm -hmm. to like do more performance art to actually make a statement like vaudeville. Like it was, it was more kind of like an underground show. It did seem more underground, especially kind of like, I don't know, the quote unquote resistance for, especially the Nazis were, you know, were there or against the Nazis, not for the Nazis. Mm. Um, Because there's a lot of like, because everyone I saw, a lot of people were in drag. Yeah. Yeah. It became a great place like I said, like an underground place to try out new material and to say and to say something. Material that wanted to say yeah. something, wanted to push buttons and be provocative. That's what I loved about the movie too, and like the area of the cabarets. Like it sound, it, it felt very like socially progressive. Like there yeah. were people in drag. There were people. You know, it, it felt like oh, this is a bit liberating almost. Yeah, it, almost to the like, it's like a safe space. Right, exactly for people to like sing and dance and talk about issues or whatever. But then it's like, oh, well, look, we're progressive. We'll be fine. We're subversive. Everything's going to be fine. Kind of backfires. It, it leads you into a false sense of security. Yeah. Which, which is why the ending is very great. I am so excited to get to the Let's ending. Let's get into it. Uh, first, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, which yeah, is throughout. It's directed by Bob Fosse, who's... I didn't actually know he directed it. I yeah. knew he choreographed it, yes. obviously. Obviously. Yeah, but I we didn't all know Bob know... Fosse. Shut yeah, up he's your face, Ethan. He, I love Bob Fosse. But for those who don't know anything about Bob Fosse... Please explain he, who he's Bob Fosse is. World famous choreographer yeah. okay. and director. He made the movie All That Jazz. He also did the choreography for Chicago. Yes. Uh, Wait, what's all what's the difference between All That Jazz and Chicago? Isn't all that All That song Jazz is it? a movie yeah. uh, that Bob Fosse made. It's uh-huh. on the Criterion collection. People check it out. Uh-huh. And, and it's it's sort of like a, an autobiography about what it's like to direct plays and okay. go through marriages and stuff. But All That Jazz is a movie. Chicago's the play. Uh, with a song called All That Jazz. Yeah, we've only shown Ethan all that jazz yeah, so. in, in Chicago. I mean, that song, I, even, I knew that song beforehand. It transcended. <laughs> Dude, by the end of May Musical, you're going to be begging us to show you some Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. That's, the main, that's the main goal. Did you like the choreography? In what, this? Yes. That was fun. It's so cool. It's fun. It's so sexy. You saw history. I saw history? Because that that this is a great example of Fosse's choreography style that in a lot of ways shaped like what we modern think of choreography. modern choreography and modern yeah. dance like jazz hands you know jazz hands mm-hmm. that's Fosse Fosse yeah. oh. made that the like weird thing they did with their shoulders where they move the shoulders, shoulders up the shoulders he was like that's experimenting oh, the cat move yeah. yeah experimenting with them like oh, that's not Fosse, actually baby. being as as oh. straight and prim and proper as yeah. they had to yeah, be yeah I knew all of that that's great that's <laughs> good I'm glad you guys let me know for the audience though. but what, what I wanted to mention is he directs the movie too and the one thing we brought up about Guys and Dolls was how everything shot in a wide yeah. and like you really get a sense of the choreography and the geography but you don't get a lot of like dramatic filmmaking Yes. I feel like Bossy yeah. is so dramatic in this movie. Oh, he yeah. composes shots so beautifully and edits them. It's amazing. I just the opening He's scene. He's a fantastic director and I completely I completely forgot that he directed this movie. Yeah. And I thought some of the shots are fantastic. Yeah, it's really it's a really good mix between especially the cabaret scenes which are definitely shot much wider. Uh-huh. He definitely likes getting uncomfortably close at times. Yes. But then during the dramatic scenes very close. Well, yeah. even the key, though, because you are you, he does do wide shots, but mostly just to get the cor- the the geography yeah. of the, the, the I never stage. was lost, which right. I thought was really smart. I was never really lost when watching any of the uh, performances on stage. Yeah, like uh, in what's the second song? The uh, Goodbye Mine Hair is that the name of the song? Mine Hair, yeah. Uh, 
beautifully shot where like body parts are like framing uh sally Bowles, and they almost act as leading lines itself yes, like he's using bodies Pointing. to compose the shots or like using like a minimum or like a negative space to like yeah. really create a cool sense of like it's amazing to think that a choreographer would want to set up these super specific like uh, uh, compositions because they aren't actually he's not really showing off the whole body moving but he understands that this is a f- much more a visually interesting way of shooting it mm-hmm. I, it's just amazing absolutely blew me away beautifully shot film overall yeah uh anyway berlin 1931 mm-hmm. movie opens with the mc looking directly into the camera we also see a view of the room in black and white and sort of like distorted because it's like this distorted mirror and i'm like oh boy this is fucking metaphors <laughs> uh it's beautiful uh, and then we meet sally Bowles. She is an American singer and dancer working at the Kit Kat Club, which is the uh, cabaret. I love Kit Kats. Yeah. So I yeah. love this cabaret. Yeah. It's and it's made for you. It's yeah, made for it's you. It's made for me. Yeah. Uh, the three Ks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't <laughs> read Kat too Club. much into that. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Just let that Just let that just fly let that by. Sink in. Yeah. Okay. And huh. then you got Brian, a British translator, looking uh, for a place to stay. And he just he finds his boarding house. Okay. Um, He's a very nice looking man. What's his name again? Brian. Brian. Yeah, he's sort of like blonde. Okay. I never heard his name the entire movie, so I kept referring to him as Blonde Man. And then, lo and behold, because we're in early Nazi land, oh, there's a lot of blonde a lot guys. Of blonde a lot guys. of blonde. And they all look the Up same. In there. There's two blonde guys working against each other to get Sally. And I was just like, you're going to yeah. make it. Well, Who's there? Well, yeah. one of them had a mustache, so. A milk mustache. A milk mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that milk mustache. He's very I don't know his name. He's just a baron. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to him. Uh, I'm sure he's a Nazi. I'm 100% sure that motherfucker threw people in ovens. That guy <laughs> looks so evil. Um, Dude. So, yeah. Sally uh, has lived in Germany, she says forever, but it's o- only been about three months. <laughs> so, this is how Great we get to understand Sally. Great of her. Great. I don't know how everyone feels about Sally. I like her, but she's a little bit goofy. Yeah. She's a lot to handle. She's a lot She's very much that person. And this thing is like, I wouldn't really like hanging out with her too much, but I know a person like her 100%. Like, I could picture her exactly, and I feel for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I feel bad because you get to see, like, you understand, like, her life. Like, she mentions... She's like, oh, my father loves me, but you realize that he really doesn't, and she just wants to be noticed by him. But at the same time, she doesn't listen to her friends, and she's a bad listener. She's a she's bad... She's flighty. She's kind of flighty. a bad friend. Very flighty, very self-centered. But it's like, it's one of the cool things where it's like, this movie isn't, like, you feel bad for her, but the movie's also not like, well, you know, she's not all bad. You know, it's almost like she's the personification of what the movie's about. The theme of, like, being so, like, flighty and your head in the clouds that just, eventually yeah, life's going to come in. Just kind of doing what you want until it actually... Um, inconveniences you, yeah, and then it becomes a problem about for you. Consequences, yeah, really, yeah, exactly. Honestly. Living in the, the moment to the living masses. in the moment, living in the moment, exactly. That's the right word for it. Um, so we, I also introduced to Fritz, which is is he French? I don't know what he is. He's uh the sort of like Playboy guy who's trying to learn he's English. He's also German. Yeah, he's German, he's as well? German as well. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think he just spent time in another place okay. and he came Maybe back to Germany. Swiss? Oh. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so he is trying to learn English. He's introduced to Brian. Uh, we also learned that Sally's father is an ambassador from Washington. Um, oh. Yeah. And then we also see a Nazi in the club trying to collect money. He gets kicked out of the club during this awful, like, hedonistic mud fight, in which, at which point the MC grabs some mud and puts a little Hitler stash on him. Like, oh, I'm more goofy. I'm like Hitler. What a dummy. That guy's never going to go far. Yeah. Ugh. That goofball. Yeah, that goofball. The bad will happen. And then, um, oh, yeah, Sally has this great line where she's like, I want to see, I, I'm desperate to seem strange and inordinary. And I'm just like, boy, oh, boy. She wants to be a film star. Um, she doesn't listen to people. Uh, anyway, the guy who got kicked out, who kicked the Nazi out of the club, ends up getting fucking beaten to death in the street by a bunch of Nazis. Oh. And this is where your little thing about, oh boy, things aren't really lining up, totally comes into play. Because he's getting beat the fuck up, and it hard cuts back and forth and intercuts between this guy getting horribly, like beaten by a bunch of nazis and this goofy little dance happening yeah. at the cabaret with the mc and these the uh, the the drag uh, queens and they're all like in german lederhosen and stuff and they're yeah. like slapping each other hard cut back to the beating hard cut back to yeah they the did dance. that that's the thing is they did that a couple times in my half too and i guess for me it's just they did it enough where i'm just like i get it oh i yeah, get it yeah. this was like the first one yeah yeah like, i I'm I'm, in, i mean that's that's a it's great. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. after you've seen it a couple of times, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get, I get your I'm thing. I'm curious to see what else happens too. Like, what other things they sort of 
in her co with it. But yeah, it's I I love that bit. It's great shit. Uh, what is what else? Oh yeah, Sally, Sally gets Brian a job translating some pornography. Um, Why would you ever need to translate that for the American audience? Yeah. So you can make more money. You want to make more money because you need money. Everyone Again, here why needs do you need money. To translate it. Just play it. It doesn't matter if it's in German. Sorry, it's a book. It's a book. Oh. <laughs> He's a translator of written words. Yeah, he yeah, also yeah. gives the English lessons. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That um, that changes it a little bit. There you go. <laughs> Translate I was this like, is the I first was like, iteration of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's a book. It's a book. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, they film back anyway. Continue. They did. But yeah, but yeah, sorry, I should have been more still specific. A little bit more, more like. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Uh, she then tries to uh, Sally tries to sleep with Brian. Uh, this part was very strange. He says he doesn't want to sleep with her. He says that he's had very bad experiences in the past, three different experiences, and they've all ended horribly. And so he just doesn't sleep with girls. And she's like, yeah, sex ruins friendships if you let it. And this is one of the moments where I'm like, wow, Lysman looks a great actor. Because she sort of just like looks off into the middle distance as she says that, as if she's done like dealt with that before. And you just see like a whole story taking place <laughs> on her face. And I'm in it, man. I'm like That scene was great. It's because so you see her having she's almost like along for the ride of whatever the message is. Mm -hmm. So at first she's like, obviously I want to hook up with this guy and he wants to talk up with me. And the first instance because i think what i saw is the from the very beginning of meeting him she wants to shock him definitely she wants to seem like provocative and interesting to him yeah she well and there's so, one part where he she says you must find me so strange and he goes no and she's like disappointed yeah she's yeah. genuinely so when he rejects her and she finds out it's because i've i kind of coded that as like he's had experiences with women where he just wasn't Attra as attracted to them as he should be so maybe he's yeah. just not really trying to delve into his sexuality in that way yeah yeah and the minute she sees that she realizes that she has to instantly be okay with that and be on like the top and cutting edge of that and so right. she completely plays and you see her attitudes having to switch on a dime yeah to seem like the progressive interesting metropolitan person right that exactly she wants to be to him and it's it's clear that yeah because she, she she says like oh sex ruins friendships but it's like well you guys were friends earlier like you know so you're right like she's completely like devaluing the things she was doing just like five minutes ago yeah uh so now we're introduced to natalia a rich jewish woman uh, who is being taught by Brian to learn English. Fritz wants to marry her for money. And Sally, so Fritz, uh, 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 Brian is using uh, Sally's room to teach Got uh, it. people English. Okay, I want to uh, know how they're connected because I saw them and I'm like, who are these people? Sally and... Uh, yeah, Sally has the bigger room. Yeah, Sally has so the bigger room. So she lets Brian use uh, it to okay. give lessons and to people. At first she's like, it's not a big deal. But on this very day, she bursts in. She's like, I need a drink. I had a bad experience with a guy. Uh, and that ends up being, you know, a problem because he needs to teach Natalia, who's this uh, very sort of shy uh, person. Uh, they they call her like a virgin. They think she might be a virgin. Um, uh, this very like sort of conservative person about, you know, uh, learning, uh, t teaching her English. And so there's this really awkward scene where she's also very rich, very rich. And so mm. Fritz who wants is a playboy, this job and wants her, wants her. He's like, I need her to marry me. Right. Um, and, you know, so there's this really big, goofy scene. Uh, and all Natalia, she, all she does is want to learn English. Like, she doesn't even care about any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, she takes it all very seriously. So Sally tells Brian, like, you know, she's a she's a virgin. She's like, the only thing to do with virgins like her is to make a ferocious pounce on them, she says. Like, basically have your way with them. Ooh, Eventually okay. they'll like it. Get aggressive. Which is, like, awful. But yeah. also, Sally's the one saying it. So it actually sort of is an interesting sort of look at, like, this is probably the way she's had relationships Probably. thrust onto her. You yeah, know? and she's kind of made it seem okay in right. her own mind. She's legitimized it to herself yeah. and now is giving it as like advice, which is actually really great because then Brian tells this to Fritz like haphazardly. He's like, oh, well, Sally says you should just pounce on her. And even Fritz is like, yeah, if I do what Sally says, I'm going to end up in prison. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so even he's aware like that's yeah. not a good thing to do. So we, uh, Sally's all excited because her uh, dad is coming and she's going to meet him at the airport, but he doesn't show up. And it's a telegram, 10 words. It's like uh, 10 words of like, uh, hey, kid, sorry, I couldn't make it, love. Uh, and he's like, she's like, extra. If it's more than 10 words, it's extra. He realizes like, I'm basically cheap to him. Like, uh, you know, and she's like this, the had a baby, it's a boy type commercial, right? Basically. Yeah. yeah. And this is. Oh, this part was so good. She's like, I'll show him. I'll become a big star. Like, she gets all upset. And then she stops herself, and she's like, I feel bad for him. And she says, he tries to love me. Maybe he even thinks he does. 
but the real truth is that he just doesn't care. I'm just like, wow, that's like the most like, uh, like the most thoughtful she's ever been. Yeah. And I feel so awful for her in that moment. Like again, like she's very flighty and talkative, and she's kind of narcissistic. Yeah, she still has emotions. Yeah, exactly. And I feel and bad you, for her. And it pulls back the mask even more. Right. Of like why she's that way to begin with. Exactly. Because even after that, she breaks down and she's like. I must be nothing to him. Yeah. I'm nothing. And that's why she wants so badly to be interesting, you know? Because uh, being nothing is her biggest fear. So then yeah. Brian sort of embraces her to make her feel better. And then they kiss. Oh. And then they bang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they have this great line where yeah. they're like laughing at each other. And he's like, three girls. Those three girls were the wrong oh, three girls. girls. So, you wow. know. But it's like, it's so great because it's so clear that he's finally like, he feels comfortable like and he feels so happy to be there like it's not at first i was like oh boy she's sort of like maybe forcing herself on yeah. him but no he's like enjoys it and it's clear that he's finally coming out of his skin there's this a beautiful moment where he's like flexing and he's like does my body turn you on she's like oh yeah <laughs> i'm like this is probably the first time he's ever felt comfortable with his body you know yeah um and she sings this song like maybe i'll be lucky this time um, but as she says all this, he, she's like, maybe he'll stay. As she says all this, it's clear the club is now empty. There's like hardly anybody in it. So business is bad right now, probably due to inflation, I'm assuming. Or oh. I, ex- I kind of read that scene as like, I mean, there's two ways. You could either read it as like, she's doing this. I think it's like in the daytime. Oh, so yeah. it's like a short crowd. But I also, the way I read into this is that like, this is the reward she gets for actually being us to portraying a sincere emotion oh because there's no less one actually watching. cares people really want cool. her to be the bombastic, like the bombastic yeah. femme fatale but That's when she actually decides to like talk about her her skate her fears and her aspirations and her hopes mm, nobody cares nobody literally no one is there to listen to it's her. like when comedians turn serious or whatever <laughs> that's you know? why they start talking about yeah. like trump and stuff and you're like okay we just want to be funny and talk about farts <laughs> yeah just like that yeah. you know comedians talking about trump never yeah. make any money never, never make any money <laughs> never um so then next scene sally's meeting up with a miserable looking talia According to her, Fritz did pounce on her, and oh. she is racked with guilt. She's She has this horrifying line because, you know, she was home. Nobody else was there. It was just her and him. And he just, like, basically forced himself on her in Jeez. her father's but library. But didn't he say that was, like, how he goes to jail? Apparently it was, like, he's desperate. No. He's desperate. Well, in desperate. the... It's kind of evolves from like I need money. She's very rich. Oh, I she, don't care what she looks like. I want I want that girl. I want that rich. But she slowly was like, no, I actually am in love with her, and I need to have her because yeah. I love her. Which is even more. Which is, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, which is why you, you don't take Sally's advice. Exactly. And so, and Sally is the one sitting with Natalia, the worst person to be there for you emotionally. Oh, I know. I felt so bad for both of them. Me too. It's like you, both of you have picked the wrong person to have this discussion <laughs> with. And Natalia has this horrifying line. She says. He, uh, she says he did. He he did me here in my father's library sofa, and even for that, he shows no respect. And it's like, not only did she, he show no respect for the sofa, he showed no respect for me. Like, and it's like she she puts the sofa even above herself, and he showed no respect for that. And it's like this horrifying scene. And Sally's just sort of like eating, and she's like, "Oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's Whatever. too real." Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, so and she and and uh, Natalia is like. You know, she's uncertain because she's like, I did feel something, you know, so is she, and she's like, is it lust? Is it love? I don't know. It can't be love. I can't marry him because he's a playboy. He might be after my money and he's a Christian and that would break my father's heart because we're Jewish. I don't know what to do. I'm an emotional wreck. Yeah. And, um, you know, and Sally's just t- making jokes. Damn, this makes like, me feel. Damn, these cookies are great, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually feel bad every time a friend's like, hey, man, I got to tell you something serious. And I'm like, damn, dude, that sucks. And that's all I got to say. It's so, and then like, and then she starts like, Natalia starts crying. And Sally's like, oh, don't cry. Don't cry in front of me. Oh, I don't want to deal with this. I'm useless if anyone starts crying. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're useless even before that, Sally. <laughs> you're useless oh, no. if true feelings come out. Yeah. And there's no more champagne. I don't like how much I'm relating to this. And, and it's so great because it's, it's almost like... <laughs> just living for the moment, Ethan, I, over here. You know, vacation, Ethan, over here. Just chilling oh, out, no. having a good time. Oh, you're going to start crying? Bro, you harsh on my vibe. <laughs> uh, so, and it's, it's almost great because the movie's almost from Sally's point of view because as things get too serious, 
cut away. Sally has is is in a new scene. We don't even need it. I don't. Do we hear from Natalia again at all, or Fritz? Is that even a thing? Oh yeah, there. It's a, yeah, it's, you a, the minor. it's a run through plot. Oh, yeah. okay. It's I'm a, curious to hear about that. Uh, so then Sally meets rich German guy with a milk mustache. Oh, I know yeah. what his name is. A Maximilian. Baron? Maximilian. Uh, and she does the same thing that she did uh, with Brian, where she's like, oh, I don't have a cigarette. Can you give me one? Which is totally That's like her a line. line. That's yeah. her thing. Yeah. At the um, laundry. At the laundry, she no got less. A nerve. And then he's like, yeah. And then he's like, and there's chemicals in there. You're going to blow the place to <laughs> That's exactly what I'm like. Don't light up in front no. of here. <laughs> Who knows what they're watching clothes with? Yeah. yeah. In, in it's just kerosene. That's what they're yeah. watching. 1920s Germany. Hey, it gets the stains out. Gets the stains out. <laughs> So, uh, and then he's like, hey, I'll, I'll give you a ride back to the Kit Kat Club. And she walks out and she realizes he's fucking loaded. He's rich. And then cuts to her singing My a song, song about money and how it Love makes the world go song. round. It's her and the MC singing and dancing and throwing coins in each other's pants and shit. It's very oh, yeah. fun. That's fun. Uh, and, and then um, it's Sally and the Baron Maximilian. Yes. And Brian. And they're all sitting at a table. And it's clear to Brian that Sally is infatuated with the Baron. Mostly because he's rich, but it's also like he's different. He's new, you know, and maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, she's getting bored of it's Brian. It's a, a new, new bit. thing, yeah. And this is so heartbreaking to me because you realize Brian, this is the first time he's ever felt a close relationship sexually, emotionally with another woman like this. Like, yeah. this is going to break his poor little heart. Yeah. And he tries so hard to appear like, like, not bothered by it. Like, mm-hmm. he just sort of like warns her, like, the he's like, you know, because she's like, he's rich. He's going to, he can get me into movies. And, you know, and, and, and Brian's like, yeah, for like the price of infidelity. And she goes, oh, I can, I can, come on, I can take him. It's not <laughs> a problem. Like I can, I can handle this, yeah, she yeah. says. Yeah. And the exact halfway mark of the movie for me, and I'm assuming the halfway mark for you as well, is when Sally hugs Brian as she's like, don't worry, I can take care of this. And then she looks off camera to the MC. That's the, that's the last thing I see. So that- Is that where he sticks his tongue out? I think so. I don't know. I, I just saw him yeah. looking. So I, I wanted to pay attention to the few interactions that they have that's not on stage. Yeah, because the only time I ever see the MC on my half is on stage. That's funny because so. you never see them the together, scene, really. Yeah, I think that was the one scene where he like, sticks his tongue out at her. Mm, that's weird. And yeah. yeah. And that it just kind of plays into him almost not being a real person. He's like a spirit of something. Yeah. He's like the devil on your shoulder. I love it. It's so cool. Like it Because uh, I just love the MC. He's the coolest, weirdest character. He's, yeah, he's, he's great. great. Anyway, so he's great and creepy. Did I miss anything, Lindsay? I don't think I missed too much. Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out as, as we'll find out as, as it goes. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know what's going on. All I know is that uh, this blonde guy, um, I already forgot his name. Maximilian? No, or Brian. Brian. Okay. Brian. Because that's the one I did, I never wrote his name down. Okay, Brian. Shelly and Brian are sleeping together, and then Max. Sally. You said Shelly. Why did I put Shelly in this whole <laughs> I thing? I saw that in your notes. <laughs> Why didn't you correct me? <laughs> because technically it's a spoiler. A spoiler. What? Her name is not Sally? I mean, I don't I I wasn't like paying attention to how often like people say her name, but I thought it was like a thing with Brian where like you don't hear his name throughout the second. Oh, but Shelly though. I put Shelly instead of Sally. It's Sally. Oh. It's fine. It's Sally Bowles. Yeah. Sally okay. Bowles is her name. Why did you say Shelly? Did you write Shelly? I wrote I heard her name said once, and I was like, "That must have been Shelly." Write it down. <laughs> to be fair, they the all fan is accents. very loud in this room. Oh yeah, that's so. true too. I did have to turn I up can, the TV. I really can see loud. you yeah, potentially mix, not hearing. Whatever, whatever file we use, it was very uh, is mixed. Whatever mix was file we use, we watched this movie legally. Yeah, on the, fi- on the file, the file, you whatever get from, you get, the, the legal, legal means... place was said. <laughs> okay. This mix is bad. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. We need a vaudeville cane right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we got uh, yeah, they slept together, and then fucking Maximilian shows up and is like, "What's up? I'm here. You guys." want to go do stuff and uh i'm like man these guys look the same this is gonna be a problem for me (laughs) (laughs) um and i learned all about max he loves buying things he bought a gold cigarette case for brian that's pretty cool but brian's like i don't need that shit i don't want get that stuff out of here and brian Brian is like jealous and stuff and he bought sally a fur coat yeah brian did no, Max Maximilian did, Max did. Max did. Oh. and, and she loves it. And Brian's like, I don't want to accept your gifts. Yeah, I don't, I don't need your gifts. Your gifts. Yeah, I don't want you to buy my. He's very standoffish. Mm. Very standoffish. Reasonably so. Yeah. Max is clearly horning in. On, yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely throwing his weight around. Money around. Um, and then let's see. There's a wacky song. This is an interesting song that goes on. It's about. Uh, <laughs> 
really great way of describing it. Cabaret. Song. It goes getting, on. It goes on. It's got two. It's got two. The two MC with the two ladies. It's all about two ladies. And it's all about two having ladies. a threesome. Ooh. So. Oh, is it that song from uh, White Christmas? No. Sisters. No. Oh, God, no. Sisters. oh my gosh. <laughs> that clip for some reason is all over my Instagram feed. Why? I don't I know. like that song. I, I follow a few accounts that like sh- show like period clothing, mm-hmm. and oh. so like any fifties like clip. I oh, see yeah. so many pictures of Marilyn Monroe. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know what she looks like. I get it. <laughs> so they both go to uh, Maximilian's rich person house. I'm think I don't. Just the thing. I don't know All why. All the threesome was because of the infidelity. It's because yeah, concern. it's because a third person is encroaching. Right. A third person's encroaching in. And they're going That's to Maximilian's cute. house. Yeah, but why though? I never get. I didn't get to that part. Because he wants to. He wants to like sweep like, him hey, up on a check out this cool place. He's, he's not just like a rich businessman. He's like. I think he's like what you said, like a baron. He's like a rich, just doesn't do anything. Member just of person. like society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, he has time to literally just go to his do mansion, whatever he wants, do yeah. whatever he wants. And That's this whole true. time, he's like talking about let's go to Africa and let's go here. Yeah, you want to go there. So he's like replacing the place of her father essentially too, because yes, he, she exactly. Says her father used to take her on trips all the yeah. time, and he, I think he honed in that, and he's like, yeah, let's go on trips. Yeah, I got money to do cool things you can't do normally. Ooh, that's exactly. cool. That's so cool. they're going to his house just on a lark mm. um and then it's revealed that max was still married but oh. his it seems like he's in a like she seems to have left and is living in another place and they just are still married but don't really care about each other that mm, much okay. anymore um well that's what he says that's what he says she's probably just gone for the weekend <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah. that could be true yeah this this is gonna be uh this is all coming from max so yeah. he's not really he's the most liar, yeah, exactly. um, but he gives him like a he gives brian a shirt I was like, hey, man, shirt? Here's, here's his blue shirt. Not just a shirt. He's like, take the shirt, blue's your color. Yeah, blue's his color. He's kind of getting them dressed up. Why? Wow. Let's keep going. Let's keep going here. So I, my question, I, he says, like, uh, everyone's very sweaty indoors. It's very hot. <laughs> and they're all dancing drunk. Mm-hmm. And they all getting, like, you know, uh, Sally singing. Um, fucking Brian is trying to make, trying to say witty things, but he's too drunk. But mm. they all come a little too cl- little close. They all Ooh. come in a little huddle, th- really close to each other. They all hug each other. Okay. They all get real close. I'm like, oh shit, is it gonna be two guys and a lady? <laughs> and that's that shy is another like it's so uncomfortably it's close. It's very uncomfortably close and You're quiet. Just, yeah. But then Brian just starts to fall asleep and just has to go lay down. Because um, he's too turnt. He's too turnt. Mm. Too lit. Um. He's trying to keep up with them. He's just trying to keep he, up. Literally. Yeah. 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 Um. So then they all leave, and they leave in the car, and they oh, all wow. talk about having fun. Surprised uh, nothing stop- bad happened. Yeah, they stop by. Well, there's. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. This is just scenes are left out. Right. Um. So they stop by a sausage fest. That's what I describe <laughs> it as. It's just a, it's just like a, a country restaurant. Okay. They, they probably a German had sausage. country restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> they are very Germany. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. If you've been to an Oktoberfest, you kind of get. It the was idea. pretty much yeah. that. But they put a little twist on this Oktoberfest. They're like, what if we had some Nazis? What if we had? What if we had? Well, a, what if we had a Nazi suddenly in the middle of the whole entire just everyone just hanging out, mm. just start singing a song. Just a Hitler you singing, talking about uh, Tomorrow Belongs to Me. Ooh. He starts singing that song. This is a really great shot. It's, it is really good. Because you just see him, and he looks like just some, like, you know, just a, like almost like a Boy Scout, and then zooms out a little bit farther. Oh, and you realize and he's... And he's got the, not you know, the, the swastika on his sh- uh, side, and then you realize there's more people. And then the scary part is, is it's just him singing, but then so many other people start joining Whoa. in just random people from the crowd metaphor it's metaphor yeah. And yeah. the it's rise the sh- of the nazis right. exactly. cuz yeah. the shots are very like it, the shots are very like eye level mm-hmm. so it almost looks like you're within that audience oh, that's early cool. on yeah. it paints you as like this is everyday people you could be a part of this crowd right. yep. and when you see that guy singing it's literally from the neck up only and what's great about that scene what i really loved what i noticed this time around is that you see people stand up and start singing mm. before you see that he the reveal that he is a Nazi and oh. he's in Nazi mm, uniform. That's a good point. So you see people who have already known this, who already are okay with it, singing along oh. this beautiful song about nature and the deer the s- reclaiming soil. the soil yeah, and the, yeah, the yeah. bee returning to the flower. And mm. but tomorrow is mine. 
and then you see the pans out of him in full Nazi regalia. That is horrifying. It's, like, it's pretty good. The, the, the people that you were a part of. Yeah, yeah. The people you thought were normal people. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's like, so oh, this cool. This is a safe place. It's just the countryside. And the we thing is, is yeah, they are normal people. Yeah, They're like yeah. everyday people, but they just don't see That's what's see so scary it. about it. That's what's so scary about it. Yeah. It's instantly, yep. it's so, it's such and a it's good shot And it's great because they, they leave. And, yeah. and uh, Maximilian, or uh, Brian says to Maximilian, like, oh, so you think we could, you still think we can control these people? And then they drive off. And I'm like, that's a pretty good line. Because it feels like, where does the Baron get his money from? Mm-hmm. Probably dealing with these this, sorts of this Nazi party. Yeah. But probably he doesn't really see them as a threat. He's just like, ah, oh, they're just weird. We just deal with money with them. Yeah, they're early on, while group. they were yeah. on the road to the part, to his house, he they pass by a shot. They pass by the shot of what looks oh, like yeah, a right. Jewish man dead in the street. Oh, no. And right they're cleaning that. up a huge act of vandalism and murder. And it's very bloody. It's very grotesque. And... The meanwhile, while this you're panning by it in the car, Maximilian is talking about how the Nazis are just a bunch of thugs. Fuck. We need them to clean up the fascists, and then we can control them. And Brian is like, "Who do you mean we?" And he's like, "Germany, the German people, obviously oh, will control the Nazis." Yeah. And at this shot afterwards, Brian asks him again, "Do you think you yeah. can control, you can control them?" Because during that earlier scene, you just see Sally, and she's just like, "I don't." She's hungover, so taking a nap like, in the car. She's yeah. like, "Oh, that's crazy." I don't blame her. Guy. I'm gonna go back <laughs> yeah, to sleep. Like, once they bring up politics, out of yeah. yeah. <laughs> being drunk in the twenties was not the same as being drunk <laughs> nope. now. Because no. you have to do the singing. You have to do the music playing. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. You can't totally. just put you on. You can't just bed. put on a CD or your iPod. You have to create your own entertainment. You have to fit those clothes all the time, and you have to fit in the the tiniest dresses insane it's too much yeah i will say the cabaret man appears mc man mc man appears randomly it looks right at you like hey buddy like hey you get it i want to finish this movie you should it's genuinely great i'm a big fan of mc guy just pop it up he pops up (laughs) he literally pops up like a little gremlin and i love that it's joel gray doing that yeah such a tiny little man he is (laughs) (laughs) so then we got we go back to fritz i'm like who the fuck is this guy who's fritz and then oh yeah you don't know uh, yeah and he runs up to this lady who i also don't know not Natalia, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, I want to get married. And Natalia's like, I can't. I'm a Jew. And then pieces out, drives off. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that scene. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not wrong. It's, he's not wrong. Right. Just, there's a lot of Straight emotion. There's a lot of that's emotion. Happened, yeah. But for me, I didn't have any of that emotion. I'm just like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> damn, that sucks, dude. Sorry, dude. guy I've never seen dude, before. Guy I've never seen I'm before. glad Natalia didn't call you to cry. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Brian is like, they're talking to each other, I think back at their house. And it's like, Hey, you gotta be serious. Sometimes Sally, you gotta be serious. You can't. And she's like, you can't stand Max. Cause you wish you were him. Because he's divinely sexy. Oh. And he doesn't have to teach English for and three he, marks an hour. Exactly. Fuck. She just Sally. she's digging straight she's digging into straight. it. And that's yeah. just mean, man. And then he says Well, he's he also kind of dug into her oh. because she was talking about how Max wants to take her to Africa and right. how that's going to be great. And he's like, can you you're, just listen to yourself for a second? Can yeah. I can't believe you're actually deluding yourself. He literally says like, you're deluding yourself on and on. And you know, they're both going for the jugular. Oh, yeah. They're both going for the, each character's major flaw. Hungover, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. And they're upset. And, um, they're upset. Yeah. and he says, screw Maximilian. And she's like, I do. <laughs> really? She literally <laughs> says that. <laughs> Uh, but, but, then, but, but then he says, so do I. What? Uh, oh, shit. Everyone's just, everyone just fucking, fucking Max random points. Damn. Um, wow, Max is getting getting some action on both get, sides. Getting some action, yeah. Mm. Um, well, it shows what he really wanted them right. for. He didn't want friends. He essentially like just did a very a elaborate, elaborate like call call people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Booty call. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then... Uh, Upon this realization, Brian leaves and goes punches some Nazis at a little tiny like store. And Brian does this. Yeah, he gets in a fight. Damn. He gets in a fight with some Nazis, and then immediately he's gets get his fucking ass handed to him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, smash cut to him sitting in a like a bed with uh, Sally nearby, and he's just got a big old black eye. Yeah, not surprised. She's like, I thought you took on the whole Nazi army. And he's like, well, I didn't. <laughs> it was it was two. Yeah, it was, it was, was only two people. But that's still impressive that he's alive after yeah. two people. But hey. He did something. That's true. He, he didn't did walk by, and that's yeah. why I love the character of Brian because he's constantly not just being apathetic. Yeah, he will literally try- take a Nazi's like 
flyers she's passing up and in German be like, this is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah, I like Brian. Brian's cool. Well, it's also interesting because he's someone from the outside coming in, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, even Sally says, oh, I've been here forever. Like, she has that mentality of, like, well, this is just how it is, you know? Yeah. While he's coming in from the outside, being like, this is bullshit. Like, you guys are doing it all wrong Ugh. here. Isolationist America during <laughs> World War II. <laughs> <But> what's, <laughs> what's weird is I think Sally's attitude, even if she's apathetic, I think Sally's, like, eccentric attitude is actually, like, influencing him to do that. Mm. Because yeah. when Definitely. he first arrived, he was very much what you picture, like... Uh, a gentleman from England to be is very soft-spoken and very reserved. Right. And, he doesn't talk to certain things. Yeah. yeah. Well, and well, see, that's why I was surprised when you said he got in the fight because from my point of view, Brian is not the kind of person that would ever get in a fight. He, you know, no. he avoids most conflict. Oh, this is punching Nazi Brian now. Yeah, good yeah. for him. Which is yeah. actually pretty funny going on later. Um, so then we got a cut to, this is, a, this is one of those scenes where uh, the cabaret, they're having a good time playing some music. And with flash cut, it looks, this is a great edit, great use of editing because it looks like some people are going to break into the cabaret and mm. they're going to like fuck the cabaret. I'm like, oh man, the cabaret, no way. Like the Nazis are finally going to come in. It's like, no, what they're actually doing is they're going to Natalia's house and, oh, they're, no. and they're fucking killed her dog and then oh, left it out no. the body out front. I forgot to mention she has a dog. Yeah, she well, has a dog. He's yeah. very cute. Yeah. yeah very Chekhov's cute dog. dog. Well, it's dead now. Yeah. So, yeah. whoops. Oh my God. They and broke in because she's Jewish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they spray paint, and then they did, and they keep yelling like, like Jew, Jew, stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. like Jew, Jew, shame on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they spray oh, paint exactly. uh, Juden or like whatever. Oh yeah, Juden. Yeah. 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 Fuck off, man. Yeah. That uh, sucks. And then and then you go cut the smash cut to the cabaret, just making fun of these Nazis, just goof. Not goof. a big deal. Not a big deal. We're Not just goofing on these goofy guys, even though some people are literally having problems as in their dogs are being killed they're getting death threats stuff like that actual like jewish people are being killed yeah, yeah like. threatened yeah so now we got sally uh-huh. and brian hanging out and <laughs> sally says hey guess what i'm what? gonna have a baby <gasps> and she's like and oh, it's shit. not brian's well she screamed it in the middle of a library <laughs> yeah she did which scream it was a great library. time for me and she <laughs> also is like i don't know whose it is Oh, fuck. I don't know whose it is. Of course so I'm doesn't. just going to abort that. We're going to get that out of here mm-hmm. and not deal with it anymore. Um, and he seems on board with it. He's like, that's fine. I, I'll support you. But then he's like, wait a second. I'm going to propose. Huh. And he proposes to Sally. Proposes which, what? Uh, proposes <laughs> uh, a marriage. They get out of the, yeah. the It's the best library. that you nail that down. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, so he proposes to her. She's and like, she... that's great. That sounds awesome. So then they agree. And they are hanging out with candles, drinking, and having a little romantic night. And she's like, you know what? It's probably yours. <laughs> and I might, you know, I, you're still going to be upset that, like, I'm going to probably get rid of it. And he's like, no, you do you. It's fine. I support your you. Your body, your choice. Yeah. Also, good guy, Bri. Yeah, good guy, Bri. <laughs> <laughs> this is also another scene that he doesn't have a shirt on. And he has a, uh, a tie well, on and a hat. I don't think. The conversation was he was okay with her potentially I having he an was. abortion. He's, I think he obviously he's fine with that, but I think the conversation you're talking about is she's like she doesn't know if it's his or Maximilian's, and he's like, and she's like, are do you care whose it is? And he's like, no, I don't care. Oh, oh. oh okay. See, I took it as in like even if it could be because yours. the whole point he was said that it was like, probably his though. That's what she, she said. She said that, but but it's, she's Sally Bowles. She's yeah. Sally Bowles, <laughs> and she also says that her dad is practically a diplomat. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I think the purpose she was saying, you know, I can't obviously I can't have a baby right now. I can't support a child. Yeah. And he's like, well, then I'll marry you, and we can be parents together. Yeah. But I don't care whose it is. Oh, oh, that makes a little more sense. Oh, okay. okay. So she, he's like, I mean, slightly me, trying to convince me and Max. Basically, look the same. That kid's yeah, gonna come honestly, out. Yeah, honestly, I mean, <laughs> you would never know. You, yeah, ancestry.com will be along. You will get the same baby regardless. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I just want to say he has a shirt off and he has a hat on and a tie and he looks like Indiana Jones, like a skinny Indiana Jones. <laughs> you, also, you wrote wiry Indiana. He Jones. does, <laughs> and he does. And you he agree? Does. Uh, he does. Yeah. He does. When he and falls he was, asleep, does he like yeah. put his hat down? And he over punches his eyes. Nazis. Same yeah, thing. You know. He was trying to make fun of like being a father, like the father in the delivery room with like the cigar and the, oh, the, the trilby or yeah, yeah. Mm. um let's see so they're going back to i guess their house their original house that they're renting from and there's it's like the boarding house the boarding yeah. house and the old people are there and they're all like 
oh, I read this stuff in the newspaper that seemed like um, uh, there's a secret Jewish society that's controlling everything. Oh, no. Stuff, and he's it's like, invading everyday people. And he's like, this is bullshit. You guys are bullshit. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. It, 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 that, and it's, it that's why it's so like uncomfortable that. because that literally, thi- it literally sounds like a conversation you could hear your like your parents I having. Read a, I read like, a video yeah, I saw on Facebook that there's a weird conspiracy of lizard I don't know. people. And it's like, I don't know. Oh, I saw on fuck. Facebook if you wear a mask, you cough into it and you get extra cr- extra bad COVID. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I keep hearing different things. I, I don't know what to believe. What to believe? Who knows? I keep hearing about those refugee like yeah it's so it's that's so disgusting. Disgusting. it's so disgusting that's scary yeah <laughs> um, but you know what parks and rec is coming back so <laughs> i think we should be really happy about that <laughs> life's an episode of parks and rec uh, life's an episode of parks and rec back <laughs> loving those obama years where everything was great yeah, you didn't have to look at anything so great yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing bad happened you know, they never come but to the my police man department, Brian, still coming through and speaking the truth, speaking <laughs> yeah. his mind, not letting shit get by. Yeah, what does Brian say? Oh, oh, not Brian. Brian is talking to Fritz because they're about to have a lesson, and Fritz reveals he's a Jew. He's not He's not actually a Christian. He's actually a Jew. But he reveals this because he got into Berlin and changed everything so he could get in there. On his on his passport, um, passport or I think ID card, yeah, he, changed he it. declared oh, his religion shit. as Protestant yep. so he could live freely in Germany. Not have to worry about it. Oh, so and he, he was, I know, and that's the whole point the of the whole scene. Is he's so sad. Is like, I did this to protect myself and now I fell in love with a girl who won't marry me because oh. of what I did. Yeah, so he's got to be true to himself. He that's can't, so he can't hide. Sad. Even if the risks are too great, love yeah. prevails. Yeah. But he's also worried because I think in that same car scene where she tells him why she can't marry him, she's like, I, I know you're not after my money. I know it's not that. And I know you're a true man who would never lie to me. It's just because our religions are different. And he's yeah, like, it's, like, it's a double-edged sword in his mind. He's like, one, I could tell her, yeah, I actually am Jewish. But That's fine. But then he's a liar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's going to reject him either way. And that was Brian's point. Is Fuck. like, That's why you have to tell her. Either yeah. way, she might reject you. But at least, she'll at know. least she knows. Yeah. 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 Um, know. Then there's a great song in the cabaret with the MC dancing with the ape. And it's just like, see Ooh, it through my song. eyes. The what? So there's a, it starts off as like a playful cartoon, like playful, like comedy skit of like this man who's talking about, if you only knew my wife, like I do, you wouldn't care about what she looks. And it's literally a person in a gorilla costume and a dress and it takes a turn. (laughs) What happens? What happens? Um, What do you mean it takes a turn? The whole song is he's saying, you know, you don't concentrate on the way she looks if you only knew her personality you would understand and at the end she basically i can't remember the exact lyric but he's basically like if you saw her the way i see her she wouldn't look jewish at all oh, oh i didn't and it that hits you like a gut punch oh no of like this is like this is like them also making fun of like demonizing jewish people oh, right wow. Times are changing even in, yeah. the, in the cabaret now. Yeah. I completely yeah. missed that part, that lyric. Well, um, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad was, you got to live in a nice little world. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. not looking for it. It's just hard to hear. The fan was on. It's hot in my room. The fan was on. You know what? My you room is subtitles. very hot. My world is hot. It's a toasty world. Well, you know, outside things are cold and windy. Oh, I love but in it. here, so it's, so hot. it's so yeah. hot. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> even the orchestra is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um... So then, uh, next thing you see, Fritz uh, getting married after admitting he's a Jew. To oh, Nibalia. and they're gonna die. They're gonna die a horrible death mm. together, aren't they? No. <laughs> no, nothing happens though, right? They just leave. No, no you don't. Oh, okay. yeah, they just just. just I mean, submit. you don't see, but we'll get to the what the ending but hey, is. You know, but Hitler. Came a lot to of power. things are open ended. <laughs> so a lot of I things are open ended. I guess yeah. probably it. not good things are gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think the point of this movie is like whatever happens, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Sally's starting to realize that maybe having a baby with Brian would be weird, mm. and she has a weird montage of all these thoughts. Why? She just—I can't remember what the exact dialogue was, but it was she basically was just like, "Oh, this is gonna be really exciting. Can't wait to have a kid with you." And they're like laying out on a picnic, and 
he just doesn't seem interested. He just he looks the, really disinterested. He's just really thinking about other stuff, other stuff on his mind. Mm. And she's just not getting the attention that she wanted. It anything seems you in my say, mind. Anything you say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's yeah. less interested in this and just like, oh well. Yeah, it was a very it was a very by the sea moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then she starts thinking about all the past things that they've done and just all the stuff in her life. And it's like this is the first time. Sally's not really thinking in the moment because the moment sucks right now. So she's right. thinking in a, like the past and like the future and all that stuff. And she's right. just like, oh shit. So then this she gets is... an abortion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sweet. she basically thinks like, this is it. Mm. This is what my life is going to be. It's going to be moments that could be as slow and uninteresting as this moment oh, right now. Oh, I see. And she Am I really going to, I'm never going to, it's, I think it dawns on her. She's never really going to be a star in yeah. this way. She's basically giving up on her dream. She's giving up on a, I think it hits her mm. that she will not be interesting. Her life isn't going to be a mile yeah. a minute with a child. Right. So right. she sold her fur coat to get, to pay for the abortion. Mm -hmm. And uh, that tipped off him. Brian. To find out, Brian, find out. And he's like, why did, you, why did you do it? And she just goes, one of my whims. Just, you know, one of those Ooh. things. She's really trying and to, like, like, she's turned away from him on the bed yeah. trying to rest. And she's really not trying to have a conversation. Yeah, she's just trying to avoid it. She's almost in a self-destructive moment. Yeah. Right now. She really is. Because he, you know, he was working with her this whole time. And was yeah. just like, yeah, you know, you do what you want. Um, I'm also sure an abortion in the 20s was not a fun, painless thing to go no. through. No, she she does need to lie down. Yeah, she right. probably yeah, needs to that's rest. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> but, but also, it's just like one of those things where it's like, hey, I decided this. Okay, that sounds great. And then suddenly you just go back on it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. We had a discussion. Like, yeah. You know, a whole discussion would be like, hey, you know, I changed my mind. But just, it just does it. Especially um, when you get married. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then he starts becoming a dick and starts accusing her of being like, oh, you think you're getting another one of your parts in another acting role by sleeping around again? It's oh. just something you're good at. And she's just like, um, you know, just not, not having it. And he starts saying that. Uh, then she admits, she's like, yeah, I know. I know what I am. I know my flaws. I know I'm inconsiderate. I'm self-centered. And <laughs> all I want to do is become an actress. And um, I'm worried that, you know, we're both going to be miserable when we, if we ever had like a baby together, you know, we're just both going to be upset the whole time. Yeah. And they seem to kind of agree on that. They kind of like look at each other and be like, yeah, you know what? Probably would have probably would have not, not had a great time together. Mm -hmm. Um, so then he just leaves. He gets that. He goes back home to England. I think I believe that's what happens, right? Uh, yeah, it was a very like very we've quick. reached the end of this. Obviously, yeah. there's really no going back Two from adults. this kind of like br breach of trust yeah. and yeah. like realization that this really doesn't have anywhere to we go. We aren't super compatible. No, yeah, I, and that's what I do actually like about that scene is that it isn't high octane anger the whole time. They come to a mutual like complacency understanding. and understanding with yeah. the the reality of the situation. You can also and just see that they're both so tired. They're both very tired. They just don't want to have that long argument because they just kind of understand. There's a moment I think Brian had where it's like, well, yeah. That you know what you know what you're getting into. You know who Sally is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As much as you're disappointed, she was very upfront with the person that she is from the start. I was also going to say, yeah, like Sally. This is one of the few moments it seems like she's self-aware and being like, she's. And that's what's so tragic is that she's self-aware pretty much the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those little moments where you see her actually like talk candidly about her feelings she looks so tired yeah, yeah and she yeah. looks like she just literally had to remove a weight of being sally bowles from herself right 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 i, I mean it is exhausting to kind of just yeah. keep constantly be running away from those feelings and trying to be this person or run away that, from just yeah. yeah like acting like a normal person exactly yeah, and yeah, like having exhausting. emotions just being like well i'm just you know i gotta be sally bowles you know i yeah. gotta do my I have thing to be mysterious. i have, I have to, to be mysterious exactly. i have to be funky and oh, spontaneous especially for a woman too like yeah. it's so hard in the 20s as a on woman. her own yeah. i don't even know how old she is like she's constantly wearing makeup and stuff like i thought she was probably like in her mid-20s maybe you i know? think she is like in the I movie not yeah. not lace minnelli but i feel like i forget how because she's based on an actual character actual a real person, person. i thought she was in her 30s or something like that early yeah, 30s something like that. she's yeah. so childish i guess that's why i yeah. thought maybe mid-20s th but, but i think yeah. that's why is that like she's older she should be acting more quote-unquote mature but she's not so she's in a state She's very much in a state of arrested development in her life. Hey, she's in arrested hey. development. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, ball. full circle. Oh, beautiful. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he leaves, and then she goes back to the cabaret to sing. Right. And she sings the song that everyone Life's knows. Life's the cabaret, chum. Yes, a very iconic song. Um, and then the cabaret man, the MC, shows up. 
and is like, everything here is beautiful. Why would you ever leave? And mm-hmm. then there's this long shot of him just disappearing behind the cabaret, and you see this mirror, the distorted mirror you're talking about. The one I saw at the beginning. And yes. you see a mixture of like business people, people in drag, and the Nazis Ooh. all and sitting and watching. And more and more Nazis. More and more Nazis than you've ever seen before hanging they out They dominate in this the crowd in a way. Ooh. It's like showing people their quote-unquote true colors mm. even people in a safe space or whatever might be being they, infiltrated by this yeah it's gone like too you far. can't be safe for long and it's right. it mirrors the beginning scene only in kind of a reverse where instead of like the mirror going out into the performance it's it goes behind the performance into the audience and you see what the audience has actually become and what the world has actually become right 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 creepy and that's the end of the movie that's so awesome yeah, it's a, it a great end i love the ending i love it the i love this movie good. i love the music but i think i, I was gonna say I bring this back to shelly i think or so ah. <laughs> it's all it's so li- i literally had to replace every single word on my notes i saw it and i, and I feel partly responsible because i could have i could have no, nipped this in the bud that's early the on these, that's the fun thing about this podcast <laughs> but i think i think sally's just a perfect metaphor for like your standard centrist person who's just sitting there and being like well not even centrist just apathetic yeah. apathetic yeah she doesn't have a apathetic. she doesn't have a middling opinion she has zero opinion. she has zero yeah. opinion and just like it's too exhausting i realize all the stuff that's going on but choose not to and it's not going to affect it. me and it's not going to affect me not yeah. at all not at all it's not my problem none of these are my worries yeah you know i'm gonna still have my cabaret probably. and that's that's why that last shot is so powerful because it, you think back to like she was just performing to a bunch of nazis yeah like she trying went, to she, tell her that life is great went, and life is a cabaret and it's right and she's in a setting that the nazis will try so hard to she destroy and went suppress. back to what she started from well, see, right yeah. like oh, going back to that same place but because the world of all wasn't the, the same it's, it's exactly the world's not the same and like all this apathy just breeds a completely different area you know you haven't been controlling that cabaret and being like hey you know get your nazi ass out of here like at the beginning they were throwing nazis out yeah 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 and, and now they're just them. like ah he can just come in whatever your money's good here. well see he, the other thing about it too that i find also tragic is at the beginning cabaret's fun a beat it's cool you know and it's like this is thrilling and it's it's, it's escape yeah. But now the escape has become a prison. Like, this is the only place she can go to where she feels happy and comfortable. Yeah. Because just like at the beginning and at the end, the outside world is awful and terrible. And this is the only place where you can escape. But the outside world is the real world. And you can't yeah. escape forever. And now she's trapped here. She, you know, she doesn't have an, a, a, a person that loves her. She doesn't, you know, she, she her whole life. And she could have escaped. She could have gone yeah. with Brian. She could have gone away from this. But now she's trapped here. And it is it is a sad, tragic tale because maybe she's not aware of it. But, like, I'm, I, I from what I hear, it just sounds like you're stuck. And you're going to be stuck yeah. in fucking Berlin. Like, yeah. The worst, the worst time, time to be. Place. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Berlin doesn't have a good happy ending for a couple <laughs> here. You know, I want to fast forward, like, and, 20 yeah. years. Might be better. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about when we were talking about... Um, the married couple, mm-hmm. um, Natalia and Fritz, is you don't see their ending. Right. You don't know. Right. But that's I think that's why this is such a powerful ending is it's so open ending. You introduce these characters, you introduce their kind of general outlook on the world, mm-hmm. and then you're left knowing only what happens in the big picture, but you don't know what happens to them. To them personally. So you know something happens, but it's probably not good. And Right, and you can only hope, you know? You can like, only hope. I think that's the most merciful thing they could do is just not even tell you. You can only hope and not yeah. tell you. Yeah. And I understand that the couple is... is completely aware of like the changing times and the dangers and you can only hope for the best yeah 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 and but sally you can only kind of paint it with a very tragic especially with the song she sings where she kind of likens her experience to her a very close friend of hers named elsie she essentially goes on like this mid-song story about elsie who uh i think was another sex worker that she was kind of living with at the time and elsie died and everyone around her kind of said, well, that's what happens when you live your life drinking and, and taking drugs. And she kind of likens it at the end of like, I've decided long ago that when I go, I'm going to go like Elsie. Oh, man. And see, that's the thing, too. I think the movie's very clever at not doing that dismissive thing of going like, well, fuck her. Like, she lived her life horribly. No, and she you made feel bad. for her completely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's what I like. Because if this was made by a weaker, like, filmmaker or whatever, yeah. it would be where it's like, oh, she's a piece of shit and she deserves I've, it. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely complained multiple times on this podcast about similar protagonists that you're like, you're supposed to feel for her. But they, but they do things that are, are just irresponsible to people. But she doesn't seem like... She, she doesn't seem like she's actively 
working against her friends. She just seems like she just doesn't care as much. She's, she's, she's not working against her friends. She's working yeah. for herself. She's working for herself and just to... doing the bare minimum, yeah. which I feel like a lot of other movies, lesser movies, will just be like, paint the other person, be like, well, you're not, you know, she's got some flaws. She's just a straight up asshole to her friends. While in this, she's just kind of like, just, uh, I'm just going to do a bare she minimum. She cares. She has emotions. Yeah, she has yeah. emotions. You know, she's she's kind of, of skin deep at, at yeah, times. And she keeps people at a distance it. for her own protection. Right. Well, that's the other thing. It's and like, they don't have to punish Sally to give us the same message. Right, exactly. Well, and yeah, if they were to punish her, I'd feel, I'd feel even worse. Like, I feel like Because she, it, then she can become a scapegoat of right. saying like, oh, well, I would never be that person. She's an example. It yeah. would, and that's, that's what this whole, that's what I love about this movie is that it completely dissolves that thought that I think a lot of people have of like, well, if I was living at this time, yeah. I would be the one that would be standing up. I would be the one that would yeah. be doing something about it. I wouldn't be like Sally. And, but you, you relate to her so much. You see so much of these people. It's like it tells you like no this could easily have been you well yeah, also exactly. like like you said with brian how he was someone who was kind of more quiet and proper british and then met sally and then kind of brought out his fight into him a little bit more you yeah, know totally. instead of like following the rules she because of her dismissal of quote-unquote being a normal person or whatever like it mm-hmm. inspired him to kind of actually stand up which you, you know. start with Brian and you think that that's the person that you're going to relate to the whole time but you end on sally you're right exactly that's really what you'd be. And also, it's made like Bob Fosse was an American, and I feel like because Sally's the only American in the movie, I feel like that's very telling. That's of, like true. an American in Berlin, Germany at the time. She doesn't care. Like she just yeah. wants to be a big star. She doesn't care about just like America in the war. She almost, yeah, she almost thinks that because she's an expat, this just will not affect affect her. her. And you know what? Maybe it won't. Like who knows? Well, who knows what? Probably I mean, not. Probably <laughs> not. I don't know. Like your dad is an ambassador. Maybe he'll save her. You know. But, th- but like, that's hey, even. Time to leave, babe. But that's even worse because it's like that doesn't save so many. That is, who knows? It doesn't what save so many other people. Exactly the people who it actually does affect. And I yeah, I love this movie. It's yeah, really great. Thank you good. for telling it to us yeah. <laughs> thank you no thank you for watching it of course. it's a fantastic i want to finish it movie. so bad though you should i'll yeah. watch it again i would definitely Life watch it cabaret old chums <laughs> and we're living through one right now <laughs> <laughs> uh that's sort of, sad yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh well guys if you want to listen to our previous musical episode you can find it on apple Podcasts, google play music stitcher and spotify and while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show no matter what it says uh even <laughs> if it is sad <laughs> <laughs> just sad just, just a sad if it's email. sad and tragic and tr- dreadful um, and if you want to send uh you know ideas uh you know future episodes other movies we should watch you can email us at email the other half podcast.com or find us on facebook instagram or twitter Thank you, Lindsay, for coming on the show. Yes. Thank you for having also, me. Also, for anyone listening, uh, Lindsay does live in the same house. She is my girlfriend. We are not breaking <laughs> social distancing <laughs> issues. In case you heard that joke at the I, beginning, I, I was didn't, joking. Br- yeah, I'm not, I'm not braving no, she's, a pandemic she so I can talk about cabaret. Yeah, she, <laughs> I w- yeah, I would, I, yeah, I, I, uh, it would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> for Ethan? No way. Yeah, no. <laughs> this podcast, I don't think so. No. Not yeah. worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> Would you recommend people watch this movie during like the pandemic? Like, I feel like I think everyone should watch this movie, especially now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. It's pretty good. I think I everyone agree. needs to be a little uncomfortable and and a little angry and a little angry and, a little on edge. and understand. Yeah. yeah, what's at stake? What's at stake? God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> stay inside. Good night, everybody. Fuck Nazis. <laughs> <laughs>